What is up, Still Studians? It is Jeremy Ritz here on episode number 366 of the study session. It is August 1st. It is the start of a glorious, spectacular, fantastic month. And I can't wait to be with you during this splendid time when the Pittsburgh Steelers are in training camp preparing for the 2022 season. And preseason contests will be starting here shortly. Just want to put out there, guys, last week I was so sick. On episode 365 of the session, I told you about how I went to the emergency room, had the worst sore throat ever, thought my throat was closing up on me. Turns out I was laid up for the entire week, sick as a dog, and I did not do anything on the session. So my apologies for not falling through on the content this past week, but I had to get myself right because big month ahead, headed to training camp this week. So I appreciate your patience while I was on the mend. And now I am back to you for episode number 366. Again, we are in the heart of training camp. The first full pads practice today happens at 1:55, And the Steelers are actually going to practice Monday through Saturday this week. 155 practices except for Friday night when they're going to have their Friday night lights practice at Latrobe High School Stadium. And yours truly will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yes, I'll be at that Friday night lights practice. We'll bring you a ton of content from camp and can't wait to do that. So practices are underway. Players are going to start thumping today. And it is a beautiful time as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So just want to recap some of the stories that have been happening in camp. But before I do that, it was just announced that Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the hated Cleveland Browns within the AFC North, he has been suspended for six games. Now, how does that impact the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, week three, the Steelers are going to take on the Browns on a Thursday night. So the Browns will be without Watson. That's obviously an advantage for the Steelers. And we'll have to see if this suspension is extended. And reading some of the commentary about this suspension, a lot of people are saying that it's a light punishment, too light of a punishment. And I'm curious to see if there's public pressure that forces Roger Goodell's hand to extend the suspension to be longer than six games. Again, what were there, 24 accusations? Six games, Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, if you'll remember back to his incident, there was one allegation. He was suspended for six games. That was reduced to, I believe, four. So you have very dissimilar instances, but equal suspensions. I would not be surprised if there isn't a public outcry and this suspension is extended for more than six games. However, from a competitive standpoint, if we're looking at that week three, Watson is not in the game. That's advantage Pittsburgh, which is especially beneficial going to Cleveland on a Thursday night with a short turnaround. So what have been the stories so far this training camp? One has been the performance of Mason Rudolph. And a lot of people are saying he has outplayed all of the quarterbacks in camp at this time, including Mitch Trubisky and rookie Kenny Pickett. And some Steelers beat writers have come out to say that they feel like he right now is leading the pack in terms of being a starter. Mitch Trubisky has been somewhat uneven and Kenny Pickett has been uneven as well. There is a built in excuse for Pickett being that he's a rookie and learning the ropes of the NFL game. So we can't be too critical or judgmental of his play. 
And again, it is still widely early in camp and the pads don't go on till today. We'll have to see how they perform in that situation. One thing to keep in mind with Mason Rudolph, the fact that he, he is playing well, if the Steelers are going to move him before the end of camp, which I fully believe is going to happen, that he's going to be traded, but his trade value is increasing as he is playing well in camp. So from my perspective, I hope that he continues to play better, increases his trade value because prior to the start of camp, I'd said his value can't be any more than a seventh round pick. I just don't see it. A lot of people were saying maybe a sixth or fifth round pick. I didn't believe that prior to the start of camp. However, if he continues to perform well, that is a possibility. So Mason, keep on slinging it. Raise your trade value. I also wanted to mention Peter King, longtime writer for Sports Illustrated, football writer, talked about the quarterback battle in Pittsburgh and said that the job is Mitch Trubisky's to lose, which no surprise there. He was signed as a free agent to come in and be the guy. I still believe that is going to be the case. And once the year start, it's going to be Kenny Pickett in there at the number two spot with Chris Oladokun as the number three emergency quarterback. I don't believe that it's going to be Mason Rudolph, regardless of how well he's playing or what you're reading in the media, it's Mitch Trubisky's job to lose. So I would agree with Peter King on this topic. And then some other notes from camp. George Pickens has been everything as advertised. And he apparently has been showing athleticism, flexibility, the ability to make combat catches, speed, everything plus tax that you've heard about George Pickens is coming true and he is playing extremely well, making a variety of catches down the field. Mitch Trubisky actually came out and said that he's very impressed by Pickens and what he's going to be able to provide. So there is a lot of optimism around what he is going to do this season. And by all accounts and purposes, it sounds like he is going to be able to contribute as a rookie in that wide receiver room. As I mentioned last week on the last episode of the session that I did before I fell off the face of the earth, Deontay Johnson is currently holding in, which means he is not practicing. He's doing some drills and things on his own, but he's not risking injury as he waits for his contract to be completed. We've seen DK Metcalf with the Seattle Seahawks and recently Debo... Samuels, I almost forgot his name there for a minute with the San Francisco 49ers. They just signed huge deals. That's going to maybe push the Steelers number a little bit. But again, they're not going to break the bank for Deontay Johnson. Some other news and notes about your Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers did announce their class of 2022 Hall of Honor inductees. And these players are going to be inducted at a game later this season at the now Acroshore Stadium. Remember, it is not Heinz Field in case you have forgotten. But the players who are going to be inducted are running back wide receiver Ray Matthews, offensive lineman Sam Davis, tight end Heath Miller. Can imagine there are going to be several Heath chants at Akershore. And then finally, color commentator Myron Cope. If you had the pleasure of listening to the Steelers broadcast back in the day, Myron Cope was on air alongside Bill Hillgrove. And Myron Cope 
If you haven't heard his voice, go YouTube him. He had such a distinct kind of deal. Um, he was amazing, and he is missed in Pittsburgh, but it's spectacular that he is going to be honored in the Hall of Honor for the class of 2022 for your Pittsburgh Steelers. And then just wrapping up here, a couple players who have had spectacular camp so far. Again, we're only a few practices in, but Zach Gentry has been flashing and showing more growth in year number four. Very excited about what he's going to be able to do this season. TJ Watt has had a monster camp so far. Calvin Austin has shown uh, a bit of speed, uh, especially on a little screen pass that he took to the house. The linebackers really overall as a whole have been playing well. The cornerback, so... Everything is positive as camp gets started, but again, very early, and we should know a lot more as the pads get strapped on later today at 1.55 p.m. Recording this before practice starts. We'll recap practice here tomorrow. And studying that's going to do it for today's episode. Again, coming back off of just probably one of the worst sicknesses that I've ever had. It literally knocked me out. And I don't know if it was covid when I went to the hospital, they did not test me for it, but I tell you what, it really threw me for a loop. But I am back. It is now football season. We are ready to go. Coming at you every day from the Still Study. You know that I appreciate your support. Please, let's connect. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag. I will have one this week following the Friday night's lights practice in Latrobe. Don't forget about the podcast I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That is linked in the show notes. Jim and I will be connecting when I'm in training camp. Check that out. And don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can check that out as well. And studying, that's going to do it for today. Big week will be in training camp. Always remember that life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.